Welcome back, everyone. J-Bone here for Smash This Podcast. That's right, Paul. It has been. It's It's been a minute, hasn't it? Yes. Uh, almost, my goodness, almost a week. Um, so we're going to be covering um, AEW Dynamite. Uh, it's and it's weird. The schedule is like all over the place. So please forgive me for this being. I mean, real uh, to be honest, it's not that late because this was on Friday. But um, yeah, it is. It is what it is. And uh, did did get a chance to watch some stuff over the weekend. Uh, spend some time with my son, which is also why I didn't uh, do anything live this this weekend. What did what did I all watch with him? I watched um, oh, we watched um, a majority of the uh, WandaVision stuff on the old Disney, and that was good. And uh, Loki is starting. Is it starting tomorrow? I'm going to be watching that. I'm really looking forward to that. I, I don't review a lot of Marvel stuff, but I do I do love that stuff. If I review anything movie-wise, usually it's something from like a top franchise like Fast and Furious or something sci-fi or zombie-related. Um, yeah, I just reviewed... Uh, Army of the Dead. If you guys are interested in that, you can check that out. Oh, what else happened this last weekend? Um, oh, NWA was on. Let's, um, you know what? Let's, should we play the jingle? Let's hit the jingle. And we'll talk about uh, some stuff that we watched over the weekend. And then we'll get into AEW Dynamite. Hit it! Not, it's not not the jingle. That's the intro. I guess that's what you get. You pay these guys peanuts, and that's what you get. I said peanuts, not... Can you just play the... The jingle? Jiminy Christmas! Well, it's, uh... It's time for the news. You got it right this time. Does it mean I have to keep them around? Searching for my fake wrestling news. Jiminy Christmas. I'll tune in. I'll check it out. <laughs> At least Tony's here. Thank you. Thank you so much, Tony. My God. Oh. <sighs> <laughs> Front row bills in the chat. What is up? Which one's Jay? That's right. I got to bring that one over here. Um, for my little, you know, boomer senile moments. My God. It's just a train wreck. All right. So I'm not going to uh, do a full-blown review of uh, the NWA. Uh, what was this called? When our shadows fall sounds very dark and ominous um now that some of our crew from over on tni because we did this in 
the was this part of the Patreon? I think this was part of the Patreon that we um, showed. Uh, we sh we we did a watch along on the Discord with our higher tier. Uh, a few extra people were in there. We also brought back the Sunday dinner. Hope our Patreons enjoyed that. That was actually fun. Um, a very relaxed version of the um, Sunday dinner, as in, you know, there's no explosion to review. So we just talk some news bits and keep it real, real, real light and fluffy, you know, just real light. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. You should join. Um, so, so NWA, um, a lot of tag stuff in this one, and I actually really enjoyed that. Now, did I enjoy this enough to sign up? Not yet. I got to see a little more from this brand. But I will say that what I did see was pretty good uh, for a comeback show. I did enjoy it. Um, uh, the the ending was uh, a little upsetting, but um, but then again, I haven't been keeping up with this brand much. Um, you know, old school Murdoch was going against Nick Aldis, and then Nick Aldis screwed him with a you know chair shot, hit the attack the ref, got DQ'd. So Murdoch won, but he won by DQ. So that was upsetting. So it looks like that feud's continuing. Uh, we got a change. We got an and new NWA women's title holder. Uh, Camille beat Serena Deeb. This was really good. I mean, you want to talk about making a star? Um, I'll compare it. If you guys didn't watch it, I'll compare it to kind of what they've been doing with Jade Cargill on, over on AEW. Similar, same but different. Uh, they've been, uh, I guess they've been building up Camille. I haven't seen the past stuff. This is actually the first match I've actually seen of Camille's. But as far as uh, uh, building a new woman star on this brand, wow, I was sold on it. I was impressed. And she's, um, I mean, she clobbered the shit out of Serena. Serena's a very good women's wrestler, one of the better veterans that I've seen around on um, on my screen today, primarily AEW when they she was defending. Um, now, I don't know if with this uh, title change, that means it's going to stay on NWA and it's not going to head over to AEW. I don't know, you know. I haven't heard like if that deal is done or if Cor Corgan is still going to ship some of his champions over there. Of course, minus Nick Aldis. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, we'll see. We'll see. I am curious, you know, if that was just, you know, building up for the comeback to give his um, few of his champions some, uh, some screen time, who knows? Um, Lots of tag stuff. Kratos and Aaron Stevens won. It was uh, three tag teams. Good to see the War Kings. And then uh, they had uh, Chris Adonis with uh, Tom Latimer, the, the former Bram, 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 whatever you want to call him from the, the TNA. Um, match of the night. 
in my opinion, I would have to say Fred Rosser versus uh, JTG as far as really good wrestling. <clears throat> Paul, Auntie, and Papa Bone are doing good. Thank you for asking. They're good. Um, JTG, man, you know, and I haven't seen a lot of Fred's stuff. Fred Rosser actually has been on um, New Japan strong, I believe, as of recent. JTG floating around the Indies. So this is the first uh, big, like, feature I've seen of JTG. He looked great. He really did. I mean, he looked like he was in a lot better shape than uh, he was in the WWE, to be honest. Not that he wasn't in shape there, but he is, man, he is cut. I mean, um, just looked great. Um, so we'll see what, what else we see from him in the near future. But I think what really brought, I mean, as far as like the people that I hang with, that I'm associated with, we were very, this is why I kind of went backwards down the card because we were very curious to see the debut of one Kylie Ray in NWA. Now, apparently there is some news floating out there. I'm. It, it came from, was it PW Insider? I believe it was PW Insider. Don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure that's where it came from. Because I read part of it uh, a few days ago, but um, I don't remember the exact verbiage and I'm not going to take the time to bring it up here on the screen. But it sounded like NWA negotiated Kylie Ray away from Impact Wrestling. Like she was still under contract and then obviously they have to get something in return. So what, what, what that is going to be in the, I'm guessing, soon to near future. I have no idea. I'm a little afraid to find out. <laughs> I made a joke. What did I make? I made a joke, I believe, in the, um, the Discord when we were talking about this. I said, uh, I said, watch, we'll get uh, Impact, we'll get Tyrus as a trade-off. <laughs> <laughs> oh god uh actually it'd be more like uh what how did you do <laughs> yeah ex exactly exactly uh that would be the response um look i i was a fan of tyrus back in the day but um i you know, and if I jinx it, damn, I'm just going to apologize ahead of time because he formerly was on TNA, Impact Wrestling. You know, when he was done with the WWE, he came over and uh, he did a few things with what, EC3, I believe, something like that. Um, RK Shuttleworth. Yeah. No, no, I do not. 
That's why I'm joking about it. Um, maybe a trade-off with um, I and I don't even know who signed. I really don't. I don't know if there's a roster page anywhere. Someone, I don't know. If if I had to pick, so if I had to pick anyone that's been featured recently on there. I would pick Matt Cross. Absolutely Matt Cross. Um, he was one of my favorites to watch in Lucha Underground when he was on there. So much fun. Um, what a star. And he's, um, I mean, he's had a rough year because if you follow him, he literally goes all around the world. Um, so would I like to see him finally land and maybe do a few weeks in, uh, impact wrestling? That'd be my pick, but let me, I'm curious. I mean, if you watch it, let me know, uh, let me know what you like to see in return. Um, you know, I, I don't know if there was money's exchange. I have no idea what they did. But hopefully we'll get some kind of payoff sooner rather than later because uh, losing Kylie Ray was a definite blow to our women's team. But our our, our women's uh, roster, as far as on Impact Wrestling, has really risen above. I mean, they've had a fantastic last calendar year. Um, all in all, I just hope that Kylie Ray is better. She looked, I will say this, she looked great on this pay-per-view in that tag match. It was a great way to feature her. Takes a little, I, I'm, you know, kind of you're working a tag, takes a little pressure off you. It's not just 1v1 where you got to focus on that person all the time. Um, but, yeah, that, that women's tag was fun. It was Melina and Thunder Rosa absolutely becoming a fan favorite, one of my favorites, Thunder Rosa, and, uh, versus Taryn Terrell. And I will say this, Taryn Terrell also looked great. Maybe that'll be part of the trade-off, too, is we'll get uh, Taryn Terrell back for a little knockouts action something. I'd love that. Uh, I don't. I don't think anybody would disagree with me, knowing the audience that I have. That um, that they would uh, poo-poo that. I think they'd really want Taryn Terrell back. Polar families here. What is up? Yes, Paul. Yeah, yeah. Tyrus was EC3's hired gun. Yes. Bell's boy says Kylie Ray supposedly surprised many of the impact roster. Yeah, because I mean, she wasn't on the roster page anymore, but apparently she was still quietly under contract. I think they were hoping for a comeback. Um, <laughs> uh, would love Taryn to come back. Yum. Oh, okay. I think that's, you think she's yummy? I I can't say that. I would get in a lot of trouble. No, that was that was someone else on here. That wasn't me. All right. So you guys are going to get me in trouble. Um. So 
so yeah, I mean, overall, it was a fun show. Um, it was very interesting to see who they were going to bring in. Uh, I am curious to see what else they do, but I don't think I'm curious enough, curious enough to pay the, um, and honestly, it's not bad. What is it? Four or five bucks a month. And you get like all the shows, which is what a handful of shows, four or five shows. It's not bad. You're basically paying what a buck a show. It's not bad, but, um, I got to see a little more from this brand. Uh, and I'd love to see a, a title change that would really draw me in because I mean, I like Nick Aldis, but I think it's time to, you know, you know, and, and, and not knocking him for what he's done. He's held it during the whole pandemic during this time. It's, it's, uh, it's not easy for that brand to try to make themselves relevant again. So we'll see what they do. Um, I'll kind of keep a side eye open on them um but yeah um news what what else is in the news um oh impact wrestling let me see if i could find the page real quick here uh new to shop impact shopimpact.com is it even on here no it is not it's not on the news page. Well, let's just head over to shopimpact.com. Come on. Click. Rebellion. Well, where the heck is it? Well, they got a lot of new tees. You want to get yourself some new Impact merch, man. They have a lot, a lot of new tees. Uh, I am not seeing it. Hats, Rebellion, Micro Brawlers, DVDs, Trading Cards. There it is. Oh, apparently they, okay, well, apparently they got snatched up because they are sold out. Um, that was Series 1. Well, I guess they really don't have to say much about that um so it was 11 cards per pack including one autograph order three or more packs to be guaranteed one of each autograph card they had diana perrazzo moose and brian myers and it was limited to Only a few hundred packs were made, and the price was what thirty bucks a pack. Um, so you, you're paying for the autograph. That's the big price point of the pack. Because I'm like, man, there's no way these cards are worth that much. But you're paying for a guaranteed autograph of one of those three is basically uh but i know i saw a lot of people online pick those up uh maybe i'll i'll take advantage of the next series but um <laughs> a critical sting that strap is surgically attached to all this i think so i think so yeah i don't know who's gonna take it off of them it's gotta be someone that's gonna really move the needle for those guys they they need something i don't know yeah, over 900 days. My God. My God. 
Who will ever beat him? It's got to be some big name come in and just wreck the place. And I don't know. I don't know who's going to do that. I mean, there's a ton of free agents out there. There is, you know, and whoever's a free agent out there that's going to appreciate that brand and want to do something with it um, is going to be the one to really help boost, you know, Put, put butts in the seats, if you will. And they speaking of butts in seats, they did have an audience there. They had a few rows of fans. So that was nice to see. I felt bad for them for the uh, ending, though. Uh, and before we jump into AEW Dynamite, I want to let you guys know that if you head over to the link in the description of the video, Just making sure it is in the description of yes it is okay so shop.spreadshirt.com that link is in the description of the video you can get yourself 15% off your order now through friday through the 11th so you want to want to get yourself some new merch support the brand also, another way to support the brand is uh, buy me, uh, what is it, www.buymeacoffee.com. It's a tip system similar to Patreon. You can help support the podcast that way as well. So, all right, let's take this down and let's jump into the AEW Dynamite June 4th, 2021 review. Season 3, episode 22, if you will. Uh, this was fun. And like I said, um, This is all fallout from the pay-per-view and it's, it felt awkward because it was on a Friday following SmackDown and, and I know I'm not the only one that said this, but when I was watching live or not live, when did I watch this? The next morning, whenever I watched this. The audience felt off, and I don't know why. I don't know if they didn't have many fans there. You know, I assumed it would have been live earlier that night, but apparently it was live that late, or I don't know if it was taped the day before. I'm not sure exactly when this was. Um, But I was very surprised at the um the reactions of the crowd and i didn't think that the crowd was very invested in this show re okay so that being said re-watching it this morning to make sure everything was you know fresh and i took some notes this time uh the crowd sounded better second watch through I really paid attention to the crowd. The crowd did sound better. 
So I don't know what it was, just the way my TV sounded, and I didn't think it sounded like they were there. I'm not sure. I have no idea. But uh, there were a couple reactions that sounded, what's that word? Wonky. But we'll, we'll get into everything. Uh, one notable thing here. Uh, a couple things as they kicked off the show, we noticed uh, Zicky Dice is ringside. You know, he's in that, uh, he's on off that, uh, the one side of the ring where all the uh, students are, you know, the uh, students of the, the Rhodes factory, the Rhodes dojo, whatever you want to call it. All the, uh, you know, lower card guys on Elevation and Dark and stuff getting their shots. And uh, some of the people just coming in for a, a taping or two. Zicky Dice was on there. And he is, he's been, um, he's been uh, one to watch since he left NWA. And I'm a little surprised it took this long to have someone snatch him up or do something because he's very charismatic. Um, and he is good in the ring. I've seen a few of his matches. And just because he is so over the top, I'm a little surprised it took this long. Now, apparently, right before I went live here, I saw someone in the Discord say something that he's going to debut this week. So I checked uh, the Twitter timeline, and sure enough, tonight on, was it Dark? I think it's Dark. He's going to face, oh, this poor son of a bitch. He's going to face Lance Archer. Oh, my God. So if you want to see uh, Ziggy Dice uh, die on AEW Dark, uh, be sure to watch tonight. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's uh, it's gonna be uh, fun. I, I am gonna watch that. I am. I'm absolutely gonna watch uh, some of that. And they had some. Um, they had some interesting stuff on elevation yesterday. I believe Sheeta. Hikaru Shida featured a new look. She got a haircut and some some new ring gear or something. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to catch up on that. Oh, this is interesting. Bell's Boy says, Tommy and formerly known as Alistair Black, mentioned on Renee's uh, <laughs> Mrs. Mox, and we'll get into that in a second, uh, podcast that he wants to wrestle Moose. Yeah, I, I heard he wants to wrestle Moose and Callahan. Not a bad thing. Not a bad thing. Uh, that's. I mean, that certainly does sound good for Impact Wrestling fans, right? Not a bad thing at all. That brand is going to be uh, very interesting. It's going to be one to watch this summer. I have absolutely no doubt because Impact's going to be... Spending some money, I think. Uh, let's see. So we start out with the news of John Moxley and uh, Phoenix being out of action indefinitely. <laughs> from 
from the defeat from uh, from double or nothing. So uh, my assumption is Mox is off TV now because uh, the baby is due soon. That's my assumption. And I was I was kind of wondering like how long he was going to be on TV because I knew she was pregnant, so I didn't know how much time he was actually going to take as far as uh, you know baby time off. But um, but it looks like he's gone now. So uh, is that going to hurt AEW? Ah, maybe a little. You know, I mean they're going to. They're always building new stars slowly somewhere, some part of the roster. You just got to like, you know, really, really look and see who's doing what. Um, so, but it certainly gives a spot for someone else to shine. But we start out here, well, of course, with Phoenix being out. I'm not sure what his injury is. I, I read it somewhere. I, I apologize. I don't remember. Bring it up in the chat if you guys uh, know what Phoenix's injury is. Um, when he said Mox was out from all those V triggers he took, I was like, come on. <laughs> they V triggered his head off. By God. Thanks. Thanks, Jer. Um, but we start out here with Pac and Pentagon versus the Young Bucks. Uh, this was a very, I mean, if you're fans of the Young Bucks, this was a lot of fun watching uh, Pac and Pentagon work together. Pretty good, pretty good. Very, uh, very fun to watch. A lot of action. Kaz came in early, right as the match was about to start, and he took out Nakazawa. What did they call him? The Elite Hunter? Something like that. So I don't know if that was something that I missed, but he... It's, <laughs> Be very, very quiet. <laughs> we hunting the elite. <laughs> yeah, I know I'm really dating myself with that one. So Kaz takes out Nakazawa at ringside. The good brothers chase him off. So that gets rid of the good brothers. Thank God for, you know, that, that helps even the odds a little bit. But uh Cutler still at ringside with the with the cold spray and you know being a being an ass. Uh, <laughs> Bowler family says J Bone. That's the response to SCU losing the the tag team match. Yeah, it's all about revenge. It's it's quietly trying to keep that story going. It's also trying to kickstart the uh, the solo stuff with um, with with Kaz. But I don't know where that goes. Does he get a new tag partner? Does he just attack all of them but I, it's like what's the end game but we'll have to wait and see but i am curious because I, I i'm all for a solo run of kaz because he's in the best shape of his entire career over the last what 20 years give or take a little um oh that's what i read thank you bells boy phoenix suffered a groin injury yeah six to eight weeks yeah gotta rest the groin <laughs> Phoenix was on Spanish commentary last Friday night. Well, well, he must not be feeling too bad then. That's good. Okay. Slowpoke, what is up? 
says not to be super negative on AEW, but that is uh, assuming what they have long term plan for what they're they're doing with Kaz. Yeah, I mean, uh, we'll we'll see. It's it's keep it's keeping them on TV until they figure out what they want to do with them. So at least he's out there. You know, they didn't just okay, he's done. You know, like some other brand would do. They would just you know ship him off to main event or something where no one's going to watch um because that's a hell no one gets out of uh <laughs> so we'll see you know and 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 put it put in the comments i want to hear what you guys have to think what do you want to see kaz do do you want to see him you know get a successful singles run take out people one by one and go for like the tnt title or do you want to see like kaz versus omega what do you want to see him do I'm curious. Put it in the comments. Um, but yeah, great, great match. Young Bucks win here. A lot of fun. Tons of action. Um, Kingston comes out after the match and kind of rescues Pack and Pinkston. Uh, Pack and Pentagon, excuse me, from a, a beat a post match beatdown. Now, this next segment is what I was very critical about when I first saw this. But after re-watching this, I was not as critical because I felt like the crowd still popped. Uh, Tony Schiavone is out there uh, introducing the uh, who's going to be on commentary, one of the hosts of Rampage coming up in August on Fridays. Mark Henry comes out to a really good pop and then is interrupted. Oh, one thing I do want to say about Mark Henry. He asked him if he's getting, <laughs> there's critical sting. He asked him if he was going to uh, get back in the ring sometime. And he said, um, didn't give a definite answer, but he did say that he's got, uh, he's got, you know, something left in the tank. So that's great to see. That's great to see. I can't wait uh, to see that. Um, it'll be very interesting to see. I mean, he is he is in much better shape. He's lost a ton of weight, apparently. How much? I mean, he was always a big guy, but he does did look like he slimmed down. Um, yeah. So we'll see. He is then interrupted by Vicky Guerrero, which at this point, re-watching it, the boos are absolutely deafening. Absolutely deafening. Crazy. Um, and she introduces El, Id El Idolo Andrade. And the crowd goes from booze to the look of what now the part that i saw most people critical of is there was no entrance music he walked out uh, so i don't know if this was a mistake by production uh or what but they had the camera on like the whole stage primarily the big screen above the fans, the backdrop. 
And it looked like something was supposed to play as he was coming out. And then they put the camera, you know, zoomed the camera in on him. He came out looking like a million bucks. Vicky Guerrero having her cougar necklace on. Very interesting enough. Um, so so I don't know. It, it wasn't the greatest way to introduce him because I think the fans are very excited to see Andrade. But putting someone who you're going to automatically boo because it's just, I mean, I love Vicky Guerrero, but man, it's love to just boo the hell out of her. You know, because she, she screams, excuse me. It's, you know, boo. You know, it's, it's classic. You know, it's just fun. So not how I would have debuted Andrade. It's not that I'm not excited to see him, please. I'm very excited to see him. I can't wait to see what he does. He says he is going to be the face of this company. And I have absolutely no doubt once they really get things going. Um, but entrance music absolutely would have helped. Um, something, anything. And because, I mean, Vicky's got, Vicky's got music. Vic, she didn't even get music. But, I mean, she, you know, she she interrupts with the excuse me's and, you know, and that's, that's her, that's her shtick. And that's fine. But um, this needed this needed something. Um, I don't know what, but uh, I mean the, the looks on the fans' faces, they were you know happy and the booze did turn into cheers if you listened carefully. I didn't notice that when I was watching it on my TV, re-watching it here with earbuds in, you could tell the crowd still was popping. So um but yeah, there was there was absolutely a mixed response because he came out with Vicky Guerrero. So we'll see. We'll see. Uh, let, let me know in the comments what you would have done maybe to change it up to get a better response. Would you had him do a run-in on a match? Uh, come out with music. Is that all it needed? What would you have done? I'm curious. Or if you thought it was fine, let me know that too. You know, I was just, uh, I was a little critical of the whole thing. So, um, yeah, supposedly he's going to have some kind of creative control, but th then again, that's really nothing new. A lot of people in the AEW have some kind of creative control they give them some bullet points from the producers and they just go out and they do their shtick. And that's a great part about AEW. You know, it's not word for word, learn your script and blah, 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 you know? So that's good stuff. Um, so Andrade is all elite. Next we got uh, Cody Rhodes and Lee Johnson versus Anthony Agogo and uh, QT Marshall. Cody Rhodes gets uh, TKO'd by Anthony Agogo. And I will say it's a pretty good take match, you know, featuring one of the new uh, newer up-and-comers of this past year, Lee Johnson. And, uh, yeah, I got to see more from him, but I do like what I see from him. Anthony Agogo just looking like a star with the big moves and the, you know, the super, you know, 
TKO punch. And of course, QT Marshall celebrating after the match. Like, I did it. I told you. And you're yelling at uh, Shivani. I told you I was going to do it. You said I couldn't do it. That was funny. And, like, and he was saying stuff like, I did it all on my own. Of course you did. You, you didn't knock out Cody Rhodes, though. That was the guy next to you, Anthony Ogogo. Good stuff, though. Uh, Inner Circle comes out celebrating their stadium stampede win from the past pay-per-view this uh, weekend before. And uh, not thrilled with this promo. I do like these guys. You know, they are top guys on the show. Um, but they said that this isn't over. And um, apparently the first big thing is going to be in a couple weeks, they're going to have uh, Jake Hagar versus uh, Wardlow in a MMA fight in a cage. So I'm assuming this is going to be cinematic. Uh, I don't think they're going to transform the ring to a, you know, an, an octagon, if you will. So we'll have to see how they do that. I'm not ecstatic about seeing that. I really thought the stadium stampede would put the uh, exclamation point on the whole feud, especially with the blood and guts, you know, that, I mean, that really, those two back to back really told me, okay, this is it. This is, this is, we don't need any more from this, but they're saying it's not over until they say it's over. So I'm kind of like, okay, well, now what? What what are you going to do to top the blood and guts? What are you going to do to top the stadium stampede? Because that was fun. It was fun. A little awkward as that was the um, main event, but it worked. I don't know what else they're going to do. I don't know. <laughs> three stages of hell cage match with the three tiered state uh, cage cages on top of each other. A la... What was that? WCW? I mean, I don't know what they're going to do. So, not thrilled, but it is what it is. Um, best friends with a much more relaxed promo saying the same thing, that um, <laughs> it's not over yet. Uh, Orange Cassidy is still going to be coming for uh, Omega. So, of course, of course, well, you know, you got to set up something, I guess. So we'll see. Uh, <laughs> um, but that was a fun three-way at the pay-per-view. But obviously, yeah, you do have to set up something. There was a, I, I didn't write it down here when it was. It was somewhere in the middle of the show here where Kenny Omega and Don Callis were, um, Oh, it was right after this. Never mind. I did write it down. Callus and Omega and Nakazawa were in uh, Keith Mitchell's truck, if you will, you know, talking about uh, how there's a conspiracy against Omega and they want to get the title off of him. Uh, I don't know where this is going, but um, it's my guess that next week 
something is going to feature where we're going next with this as far as an opponent or a feud for Omega, but they're going to, they're going to talk publicly about this. So I'm assuming they're going to be in the ring or maybe they'll do another segment from the truck and put some goofy stuff together for a promo for the audience. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Critical stink. Did anything end at double or nothing? Well, yeah. I mean, you know, we had a new women's champ. So there was that. And we'll get to that in a bit. Jungle Boy and Christian Cage versus Private Party uh, with Matt Hardy. This was a fun tag match. Uh, that, you know, I, I do like seeing Christian Cage out there. Him working with Jungle Boy was fun, too, because, I mean, obviously, Christian Cage works well in tag matches, seeing as he was in one for a long time in uh, WWE with Edge. Uh, but it's um, it's also building up Jungle Boy for his match in three weeks against Omega, which is on a Saturday? That's interesting. But no, I, I know it all has to do with the NBA playoffs and being preempted or whatever that term is. You know, they got to move stuff around. So it is what it is. I still am very excited for that match, even if it is on a Saturday night or whatever it is. Private Party now being featured with their club wear as opposed to in-ring <laughs> uh, performance, tights, shorts, whatever. Shots, shots, shots. So, yeah, it's kind of goofy, but, but it is what it is. Um, Jungle Boy takes out Quinn with a snare trap. And then at the very end of this whole segment, Matt Hardy attacks Christian as he's uh, walking away from the ring, giving Jungle Boy some celebration time on his own. Very unselfishly. Um, so, <laughs> oh, this is very interesting. Uh, if Warhorse finally shows up to be the third member of uh, the Sting team, I'll be marking for weeks as Polar Family. Uh, yeah, that'd be interesting. He did get featured uh, somewhere, what, I'm guessing it was about a calendar year ago when things were at its worst, you know, as far as not having fans around and stuff. And Cody was defending his uh, TNT title at the time. And they were bringing in new faces. I can't remember who they all brought in. Oh, that was when they brought in Kingston too. And then they signed him. That was cool. A lot of fun. We'll see. We'll see. Um, and that goes into this next segment here. Tony Schiavone with Darby Allen and Sting, uh, talking about their match. Sting putting over the match, saying it was one of the best things he'd ever done in his career and really appreciated the fan response. Um, that's 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 really saying something. He was really putting that over. And then he's, of course, interrupted on the screen by uh, Scorpio Sky, Ethan Page, saying that they're still, they're not done with this. They want to challenge Darby 
but they were really knocking Sting, and they're like, look, you need someone that can just not just drag you around, but really stand up and make an even team with you. Of course, they're actually terrified of Sting. But they want Darby to come up with another um, opponent, another tag partner to replace Sting. So that response is coming this week, I believe. Whatever day it falls on. Is it Friday again? I think it's Friday. I don't think it's Wednesday because of the NBA playoffs. So uh, it'll be interesting to see what partner they pick. I saw someone in the Discord say something to the effect of, or was it in the comments here? I forget. Um, They think uh, it's going to be Sting with the classic surfer hair is what they're going to, what they're going to see. I don't want to see that really. I think it'd be funny, but um, I don't know. But let me know what you think. Uh, Who do you think Darby Allen is going to pick for a tag team partner? Do you think it's going to be someone new? Do you think it's going to be someone on the roster who hasn't been featured much that they want to give a push to? What do you want to see? Who is going to join Team Sting slash Darby Allen in this war against Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page? I am enjoying this, though. Let me know what you think. Tony Schiavone getting a lot of time here now hosting the uh, celebration of Britt Baker's win for the AEW women's title. Out there with some uh, mid-card, I don't want to say jabronis, but mid-card guys that aren't featured that much, lower card to mid-card guys. And uh, Nyla Rose spoils it, throws the burgers all over the place. Kind of fun. Goofy segment, but kind of fun. So that obviously setting up one of the uh, newer feuds because a lot of this is just continuing from the pay-per-view apparently. So Nyla Rose obviously upset at uh, all this Britt Baker stuff going on. She wants that title back. Uh, Bunny versus Red Velvet, fun women's match. I wish we'd see more of this stuff. So hopefully this is the start of it, really getting going on the women's division, you know, because I I did want to see more stuff featured on the pay-per-view, but we did get the pre-show match. That was fun, but it's it was the NWA women's title, not something really from the brand itself, you know, is what I felt like. So hopefully, you know, and I don't need a tag division, you know, I don't need, I don't need that brought back if they want to like revamp it and try it again in the future. That's fine. But they need uh they need to build that roster, that women's roster up a little more. Um yeah, Rio versus Serena was a good match. I don't want to knock that, but it um you know it was on the buy-in and I not too many people pay attention to that. But obviously it's to hype up the rest of the show. So but yeah so yeah, hopefully this is the start of them featuring more uh, more women on Dynamite, you know. And this is this is the next wave of women you're going to see. You're going to see Buddy more. 
Red Velvet's getting some wins, and I'll call this an upset, her win here versus Bunny. Um, that kick of hers, my God. That is a, a wicked-ass kick. Uh, her coming out with Big Swole and Kylan King, obviously all being featured a lot recently on Dark and Elevation matches. Apparently, Kylan King is on quite the uh, winning streak, so watch watch for her to get featured more, too. But uh, interesting little group here, Red Velvet, Big Swole, and Kylan King. Uh, now, the main event, this was a lot of fun. Little critical, little critical of it, but overall, Dustin Rhodes being in an old school bull rope match. I got to say this. Um, look, and it's not a knock on Dustin Rhodes. He's still, he's in the best shape of the last 10 years, in my opinion. He looked great. Old school, a lot of fun, you know, memories of his pop. If you watch the uh, throwbacks over on TNI, you see a lot of stuff on there that we've been talking about, a lot of stuff featuring Dusty Rhodes, bull rope matches, stuff like that. A lot of fun. Um, my only critical part about this, but before I say that, I want to say Nick Camarado looked great i've been waiting to see him featured more because he is a beast he is an absolute monster that you can really build to be a big feature for this brand um old school big guy super hairy i mean finally there's someone on tv that has you know more hair patches all over the place more than me and I was like, you know, I'm not going to lie. It's made me a little jealous, you know, but it also got me thinking about that. Um, uh, what's that shaver that everyone's got the sponsorship for? Um, can't think of it off the top of my head. Everybody talks about it, you know? So I'm thinking about uh, really got to start plugging that. But this guy could use it. My God, hair everywhere. Old school, big hairy guy, similar to uh, Bruiser Brody. Um, but I really like this old school bashing each other, uh, back and forth, ton of fun. Manscape, it just hit me as soon as you popped that in the chat. Thank you, Bell's boy. Yeah, Manscape, man. If I get that Manscape, I'll Manscape the whole damn thing. Uh, <laughs> That's that's some Patreon content there. Let me tell you, just manscape everything, just smooth bone. Anyways, um, <laughs> I mean, I can't do much up here, but everything else gone. I'll I'll shave everything. Every, oof, I'm getting myself in a lot of trouble with that. All right, but yeah, great great bull rope match between. Uh, Dustin Rhodes, Nick Camarado, monster big guy, looked great, worked great with Dustin. Obviously, Dustin has a big part in training these guys. Um, Aaron Solo out there with Nick, getting in on some of the action. Here's where I was critical. Dustin hit Nick 
with the bell much earlier in the match, the brawl went out to the outside of the ring, went over the guardrail where the other AEW lower card guys are hanging out, rooting for whoever, cheering, cheering on the match. Uh, Fuego gets involved, jumps on Nick. He gets thrown 15 feet into the, you know, kids. And then Dustin throws him, throws Nick Camarado back over the guardrail and he's down. Here's where I'm critical. The camera visually looks down right as the ref is handing the blade to Nick to cut himself. And then the camera zooms in even more on Nick as he's cutting himself. I'm like, come the fuck on. Come on. I mean, seriously. What? You know, and then as soon as they realized that they were showing that briefly, like if you blinked, you miss it, but they did show it. The camera immediately went, oh, shit, up to um, Dustin Rhodes, and the ref is, you know, getting him to, you know, get the crowd hyped, takes attention away from Nick on the ground, which shouldn't have never been there in the first place. He comes up face full of blood, and I'm like, okay, that should have happened a long time ago after the bell hit him. Why was his head why was he all cut up from getting thrown over the guardrail that made no sense to me unless he hit him with something on the other side of the guardrail and i missed it so the timing there fell off that's my only criticism of the whole thing because i talk about that all the time on the tni throwbacks which is later tonight please join us those are a lot of fun um but yeah other than that Great bull rope match. Don't, don't, please don't take that as this ruined the match for me. I just noticed those things and I talk about it. Okay. I, I'm, I'm critical of it. So <laughs> constructive criticism, not going to say it made the match shit. No, 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 no. Don't take it as that. Great bull rope match. Great to see these students get featured, especially working with a guy like Dustin Rhodes. Great way to do it great way so to have nick in the main event with um dustin Rhodes, good stuff that's where the show goes off the air and that's it look at that we're at an hour perfect um yeah tommy ends 90 day thing ends at the end of summer on at labor day so who knows uh what's going to happen with him he certainly is going to uh, be thinking all summer about what he wants to do, what's going to be the best options for him. Impact fans obviously want him there. AEW, same. Um, so who knows? Plenty of options now. Certainly as uh, it didn't seem like there were many maybe a handful of years ago. You know, So uh, – Good fallout episode, not great, but um, 
I am curious to see, you know, Ziggy Dice. Uh, you Like I said, you want to see Ziggy Dice get murdered. Make sure you watch that tonight. And then later tonight, over on the other little podcast, Total Nonstop Impact. Impact Talk for Impact fans. Throwback Night, or as we are now calling it, Time Machine Tuesday. I'm still not used to that. Time Machine Tuesday, we do the throwbacks for the NWA TNA pay-per-views. We are going on, what are we doing? 72, number 72. I'll be watching that later this afternoon or tonight. Taking notes for that as we'll go live tonight. I want to say happy anniversary to Mark, uh, Uncle Mark from TNI and his wife. He's Mark's also on here a lot because we're doing like, you know, predictions and stuff. So he's got a busy week. He may not be around as much, uh, but happy anniversary to you, Mark. Very happy for you. Much love. We always, we always celebrate the love here on Smash This Podcast. Um, it's all about spreading the love. Um, and then Wednesday, as far as I know, no dynamite. I'll be back here reviewing something, either covering some news. I've got a ton of stuff to catch up on. I know I'm behind on Dark Side of the Rings, and there's a bunch of other documentaries I want to do. So we're going to knock something off that list uh, this Wednesday night. Tune in for that. You'll find out soon enough. Um, what else? And then uh, jump back to TNI on Thursday for all the impact related stuff. There's going to be a big summit apparently between Tony Khan, uh, Callis and Scott, the Moore. that'll be fun along with, uh, all the stuff leading up to this weekend's against all odds. Um, Friday. Whew. We doing this Friday. I don't know when we're doing this. We're going to get predictions in somewhere towards the end of the week. Uh, maybe get Mark in for that, or or I'll do it solo. Either way, I'll be doing it sometime later this week, <clears throat> especially when I get my my voice back. See, I got a, about an hour limit on my voice. It's crazy. Uh, so make sure on the way out you smash that like button. Jiminy uh, Christmas. Smash that like button. Smash that sub button. Ring that bell for notifications if you're on the audio. Uh, thank you for listening. I know my schedule has been very inconsistent lately, but uh, forever who is listening audio, thank you very much. You can get that on Google, iTunes, Spotify, all the big ones. It's out there. Go check it out. Thank you for listening. It's on all the socials, the face botch, the Twitter box, and that Instanec. So um, anything else? Yes. The merch, 15% off now through Friday. So head on over to the link in the description. Get yourself some merch, or you can tip the podcast at buymeacoffee.com forward slash smash this pod. That link is also in the description. Thank you very much. Take care. We'll see you all later tonight on TNI for the throwback. Much love. Mm-hmm.